patient-derived organoids for precision cancer immunotherapy, a review by Michaela Grunholm, Vincenzo Cerullo, and others, from University of Helsinki, Helsinki, Finland, and other institutes. Cancer Research, 2021. Abstract. Cancer immunotherapy has revolutionized the way tumors are treated. Nevertheless, efficient and robust testing platforms are still missing, including clinically relevant human ex-fever tumor assays that allow pretreatment testing of cancer therapies and selection of the most efficient and safe therapy for a specific patient. In the case of immunotherapy, these testing platforms would require not only cancer cells, but also the tumor microenvironments, including immune cells. Here we discuss the applications of patient-derived tumor organoid cultures and the possibilities in using complex immune organoid cultures to provide preclinical testing platforms for precision cancer immunotherapy. Cancer immunotherapy Cancer immunotherapy exploits the immune system to fight the disease. Our immune system already has a complex series of mechanisms to detect and eradicate cancer cells, but many of them are inactivated during cancer progression. There are several ways in which immunotherapy can aid the immune system in recognizing the tumor, initiating a tumor response, or boosting an existing one against the neuroplastic cells. Non-specific immunotherapy can strengthen the overall activity of the immune system by introducing adjuvants such as cytokines or other cell signaling molecules. Specific immunotherapy, on the other hand, requires the identification of one or more tumor targets that the immune response can turn against to induce an antigen-specific immune response. This can achieved by using anti-cancer vaccines, dendritic cell DC therapy or oncolytic viruses, which engage the host immune system. Immunotherapy can also target cancer cells through the administration of immune cell components that either act directly on the tumor to kill it or unleash the effect of pre-existing immunity. These include T-cell and antibody-based therapies. For a more extensive review on different cancer immunotherapies, see reference 2 and 3. Outstanding results have been observed in some patients treated with cancer immunotherapies, especially using immune checkpoint inhibitors and chimeric antigen receptor CAR cells, indicating that it is possible to restore the body's defense against a tumor. However, to date, many immunotherapies have demonstrated success in only a selected group of cancers and patients. The lack of efficacy can be due to poor immunogenicity of the tumor, immune suppression mediated by the tumor, and the tumor microenvironment, TMA or tumor evasion. In contrast, the chemotherapies, immunotherapies, lack a proper model to test their efficacy. Murine models, which are very helpful for studying classic drug efficacy, are not relevant for all forms of immunotherapy, as the murine immune system differs too much from the human.
Hence, there is a need to find alternative models that recapitulate the human disease while conserving all the peculiarities of the human immune system. Human cell lines and patient-derived tumor xenografts PDTX, have been used as models, but tumor organoids and complex tumor immune organoids might represent the new frontier. Patient-derived organoids Patient-derived tumor organoids, PDTO, have become a favorable model for cancer treatment testing and prediction. Organoids are three-dimensional 3D multicellular structures that can be cultured to reassemble the original tissue up in embedment in a 3D matrix. In 2009, Sato and colleagues described the generation of organoids from mouse intestinal stem cells which formed the starting point for other organoid culture protocols of multiple mouse and human epithelia. Organoids contain self-organizing capacities and can be grown from pluripotent embryonic stem cells or induced pluripotent stem cells, IPSC, to mimic embryonic developmental processes or from adult stem cells to model tissue homeostasis or disease progression. The development of PDTO cultures presented a novel approach to model human cancers in vitro. So far, tumor tissue from several tumor types has successfully been cultured as organoids, the majority of which originate from epithelial cancers. In contrast to organoids, spheroids are clusters of cells that do not self-assemble or regenerate. Cell aggregation is prompt in low-adhesion culture conditions, which does not require scaffolds and result in sphere-shaped 3D structures. To culture tumor organoids, cells derived from tumor tissue are associated physically or enzymatically embedded in an extracellular matrix ECM, and grown in the presence of culture media containing specific growth factors and or inhibitors required by that tissue. The choice of biological or synthetic scaffold mimicking the ECM depends on the tissue and can have different porosity, permeability, surface chemistry and mechanical characteristics. Hydrogels such as Matrigel Matrix or Collagen 1 have been successfully used in many organoid cultures. Matrigel is a basement membrane matrix extracted from mouse sarcoma. It is not that well-defined, displays batch-to-batch variability and cannot be used for organoid expansion in animal-free or good manufacturing practice compliant systems. Synthetic scaffolds with precise ECM composition could overcome these limitations, providing well-defined, reproducible and xenogenic free alternatives. Tumor organoids display variable growth rates in rich different sizes. This depends on the chosen culture system, but is also affected by the variability and amount of necrosis in the original tumor tissue, whether samples were taken pre or post treatment and the sample processing time and technique. Tumor organoids have several advantages of pre-existing tumor models. Although 2D cell lines are cost-efficient and easy to culture, 
observe and measure the lactic complexity of tumors. Moreover, PDTOs better maintain key genetic and phenotypic features from their parental tumor. These were shown for lung and breast cancer organoids, which successfully retained the histopathologic characteristics and recapitulated the genomic landscape of the cancer subtypes, and their response to different drugs correlated with the genomic alterations in the tumors. Nevertheless, culture stability may vary between tumor types and culture conditions. Therefore, characterizing and following the genotype and phenotype of the organoids over time are critical to avoid culturing of only one or a few dominant clones from the heterogeneous tumor tissue and to ensure that the model is representative of the original tumor. Hematumors engrafted in mouse hosts PDTX retain therapeutically relevant genomic aberrations found in the original tumor, but in contrast to PDTX, PDTOs can be expanded with high efficiency, cultured for long term and eventually cryopreserved. These features allow generating tumor organoid biobanks and provide a platform for high throughput drug screens at a lower cost than animal models and with fewer ethical concerns. Indeed, PDTOs have been used as preclinical models to predict response to anti-cancer agents. Drug screening on specific patients' tumor permits personalized therapy predictions as PDTOs can be generated and expanded in vitro in a timeline compatible with therapeutic decision-making. Screening it for compounds that selectively kill tumor cells and do not show toxicity on non-cancerous cells is made possible by testing both tumor and normal tissue-derived organoids. Furthermore, research is underway to create patient-specific in vitro organ models using iPSCs for personalized toxicity screening and adverse drug reaction characterization. Complex organoids. Although tumor organoids can help to accurately predict a patient's response to therapy and choose personalized treatment strategies, tumor organoids do not fully recapitulate the TMA. In addition, the transformed cells established neoplasms contain abundant and heterogeneous transformed components of stroma, fibroblast, endothelial, and immune cells. The lack of immune components limits the value of organoids as platforms to test immunotherapy. Nevertheless, attempts to grow more complex organoids are underway. Adding immune components There are two different approaches to organoid immune cell co-cultures retaining and expanding endogenous immune cells within tumor organoids or the addition of immune cells to organoids. One of the first articles describing the expansion and activation of endogenous immune cells within organoid cultures was done with the human epithelial breast tissue. The authors cultured ductile epithelial organoids and demonstrated the presence of immune cell populations within the culture. 
with 90% of the CD45 plus immune cell population being CD3 plus T cells, characteristic of intraepithelial lymphocytes. In another study, murine and patient derived organotypic tumor spheroids cultured in a collagen matrix for up to nine days in a microfluidics device were able to retain autologous lymphoids and myeloid cell populations. The Air Liquid Interface ALI, culturing system can maintain native stromal and immune components. Tumor organoids are embedded in a collagen gel where one surface is in contact with a liquid culture and one is exposed to air. Using the ALI culture method with human lung cancer and colorectal cancer organoids, endogenous CD45 plus immune cell populations survived for more than 10 days, although there was a marked reduction in the number of CD3 plus cells. In a more recent large-scale study, the ALI method was used to culture patient-derived organoids from different surgically resected tumor types. Cultures retained the tumor epithelium and its stromal microenvironment with fibroblast and immune cells, including tumor-associated macrophages, CTLs, TH cells, B cells, natural killer cells, and natural killer T cells for 30 days. In addition, these cultures recapitulated the T-cell receptor TCR heterogeneity of the T-cells found in the original tumors. The other approach to immune organoid culture encompasses expanding organoids and immune cells separately and then establishing a co-culture with both components. Giscatra and colleagues cultured colorectal cancer and non-small cell lung carcinoma and SCLC, hemorrhoids derived from tumor biopsies or surgical resections in gel tracts basement membrane together with expanded autologous peripheral blood mononuclear cells. PBMCs were stimulated weekly with autologous tumorgonoids in the presence of IL-2 and plate-bound anti-CD28 and anti-PD-1 antibodies. This co-culture could be used to enrich tumor-reactive CD8 plus populations from the peripheral blood of patients. Another co-culture contained pancreatic tumor organoids derived from surgical spacements grown in gel, with patient-matched cancer-associated fibroblasts, CAF, and peripheral blood lymphocytes. These cells remained viable after six days in culture. Tumor-dependent lymphocytes, infiltration and activation of myofibroblasts like CAPs were observed in these models. Finally, a patient-derived gastrogonoid co-culture grown in matrigel with DCs and CTLs purified from the patient's blood was used to model the productive mechanisms of increased PDL1 expression in response to Helicobacter pylori infection. Inhibition of PDL1 PD1 interactions induced proliferation of CTLs within the co-culture and organoid killing. Although there are successful examples of immune organoids modeling the complex interactions between the tumor and the immune cells and their effect on treatment, 
the properties of the original tumor will affect the outcome. In inflamed tumors, immune cells are closely associated with tumor cells, while some tumors only display immune cells embedded in the surrounding stroma or lack immune cells completely. This will affect the immune cell composition of early organoid cultures and the option to retain and expand these immune cells. If organoids are cultured over time, exogenous immune components need to be added. This provides more control of the specific cell types included, but the complexity of the patient-specific immune cell composition contains numerous different cell types within the tumor and tumor microenvironment cannot be easily replicated. The source of exogenous immune cells can be patient-specific PBMCs or allogenic immune cells. Allogenic cultures propose a challenge if MHC molecules on organoid cells are recognized as non-sulfate donor G cells. This will result in high background killing compared with the autologous systems which may impair cell specificity. If antigen presentation to T cells is to be assayed, autologous co-cultures are needed or alternatively HLA-matched immune cells. Choosing the appropriate method for immune organoid co-cultures will depend on the downstream assays. For therapies that exert they affect in hours, short organoid immune cell co-cultures are fitting. Therapies with an effect over time pose an additional challenge because longer co-cultures are required that support the viability of both tumor and immune cells, and the timing of the addition of immune components needs to be optimized. Adding vasculature Organoids in culture reach a limited size beyond which diffusion alone no longer allows exchange of oxygen, nutrients and metabolites resulting in the formation of a central hypoxic core. This can be seen with organoids or spheroids measuring more than 100 to 200 micrometer in size, while organoids with diameter more than 500 micrometer develop necrosis. To overcome this, organoids vascularization and perfusion are needed, which support the growth of larger viable organoids. On the other hand, organoids can be exploited to model hypoxia and necrosis in tumors. Achieving vascularization of organoids remains a major challenge in the field to maintain organoids' complexity and scale. Perfusion flow to the organoid through endothelial cell line channels could enable the generation of larger sized organoids and prevent the formation of a necrotic core but more complex organoids containing blood vessel-like structures can also be created. Organoid angiogenesis is achieved by engraftment of organoids in vasculature-rich animal tissue, including chicken chorion alanoitis membrane models with host vasculator infiltrating the organoids. These were seen when human PSC-derived brain organoids were transplanted into adult mouse brain, which revealed extensive infiltration of host vasculature. Another study incorporated mesodermal progenitor cells into human tumor and neural organoids, 
which resulted in the formation of vascularized organoids in vitro. Vasculature can be added to in vitro co-cultures as layer-by-layer -layer deposition of endothelial cells or by selective removal of material to form tubular voids that are seeded with endothelial cells and connected to perfusion networks. Alternatively, using compartmentalized microfluidic chips, vascularization can be induced and guided by VEGF and hypoxic gradients in organoid endothelial cell co-cultures. Organoids on a chip One limitation of organoid cultures is the lack of reproducibility. Without scaffolds of physical constraints, organoids show differences in size, shape, cell number and geometry. Organoid on a chip models increase uniformity and control, thus enhancing the use for high throughput screening and testing. In 2D cultures or 3D organoid cultures, cells are usually not exposed to normal mechanical cues including fluid share stress, tension and compression. The culture scaffolds mimicking the ECM provide structure and functional support for the cells and can promote survival, proliferation and differentiation. Microfluidics technology facilitates co-culture of tumor organoids with immune cells and other cell types in continuously perfused chambers and can recapitulate structure features of the environment. Moreover, sensors and actuators can be integrated with the microfluidic devices to enable precise monitoring and control. A variety of microfluidics devices have been built to couple different tissue systems. Nevertheless, incorporating multiple organoid types into a single microchips introduces the challenge of finding optimized culture medium and physical conditions for the different organoids. Microfluidic systems have also successfully been used to study the migration of human cells and their crosstalk and interaction with human cells. Complex organoids and immunotherapy An ex vivo say to test immunotherapies requires a cancer immune cell co-culture that enables the survival of all cell types that matches the cell distribution of the original tumour for a reasonable time frame and that recaptures the therapeutic effects of immune therapies. An advantage is the possibility to establish PDTOs that match the stage and the treatment history of patients in which novel drugs are tested. In a few recent studies, immune-enhanced tumour organoids have shown to be robust relevant platforms to assess the efficacy of cancer immunotherapy for the discovery of immune oncology resistance mechanisms and for the identification of new combination therapy strategies. Antibody-based immunotherapy Antibody-based immunotherapy can specifically and directly target tumor cells to modify survival signals or deliver cytotoxic compounds. Alternatively, they can elicit immune responses by antibody-mediated pathways or retarget T-cells toward the tumor. 
Geomorganoids have so far mainly been used to study the efficacy and specificity of antibody-based immune checkpoint blockade therapies. A recent study cultured PDTOs from surgically resected primarily metastatic tumors of several tumor types using the ALI method. Notably, these cultures maintained diverse endogenous immune cell types and non-immune stromal elements for weeks. Immune checkpoint blockades with NTPD1 and or NTPDL1 resulted in the expansion and activation of tumor antigen-specific T-cells within the organoid cultures and subsequent tumor killing. This shows that tumor-infiltrating lymphocytes, TIL, can remain functional in PDTOs and that the PD-1, PD-L1 immune checkpoint can be recapitulated in these cultures. In another study, Chakrablarti and colleagues established an autologous murine triple culture using gastric cancer or healthy organoids with DCs and CTLs. In short, gastric organoids were grown in matrigel from healthy mice or from a transgenic mouse developing gastric tumors. Conditioned media from both models were used to pulse bone marrow-derived DCs. Subsequently, pulse DCs and CTLs were co-cultured with either organoids in the presence of NTPDL1 antibodies. Immune cells migrated to the organoids and prominent apoptosis was present only with tumor organoids treated with anti-PDL1 and co-cultured with DCs and CTLs pulse with the tumor organoid conditioned media. Using PDTOs and autologous patient-derived immune cells, this triple co-culture could be used as a preclinical model to test immunotherapy for individual patients. Two other studies used mouse and patient-derived argonotypic tumor spheroids in a collagen matrix microfluidics culture system. These culture contained autologous tumor-filtrating immune cells and stroma. In the first study, the platform was used to profile secreted cytokines and identify novel effectors of immune checkpoint blockade therapy. Moreover, they studied identified a combination therapy, PD-1 blockade with a TBK1 IKK epsilon inhibitor. They counter-reacted resistance and enhanced the response of PD-1 blockade by helping to overcome an immunosuppressive TME. The second study performed a screen for small molecules capable of increasing the activity of T cells suppressed by PD-1. Treatment of the tumor spheroids with the identified CDK46 inhibitor increased the levels of infiltrating T cells and synergized with anti-PD1 blocking antibodies, resulting in increased anti-tumor activity. Another study instead used exogenous immune cells in a co-culture with colorectal cancer spheroid organoids. In this model, allogenic T and NK cells rapidly infiltrated tumor spheroids, resulting in immune-mediated tumor cell apoptosis and spheroid destruction. They identified a pathway involved in tumor killing, NKG2D, MICAB, that activated 
cytotoxic responses and further revealed the anti-MICA-B and NKG2A antibodies were able to elicit immune-mediated destruction of colorectal cancer by stimulating the antibody response. These examples show the potential of immune tumorgonoids for testing antibody-mediated therapy, identifying novel therapeutic targets and for the visualization and enhancement of immune cell migration and infiltration into tumors. Bispecific antibodies can simultaneously bind two different antigens, thereby enhancing recognition or interact with a cytotoxic cell and a target tumor and bring them into close proximity, leading to tumor cytotoxicity. Gonzalez Exposito and colleagues use bispecific antibody therapy on organoid immune cell co-cultures. The T-cell bispecific antibody CBSATABAP was designed to target CD3 on T-cells and carcinoembryonic antigen CEA glycoprotein, often overexpressed in colorectal cancer. Colorectal cancer organoids were cultured from metastatic chemotherapy-resistant colorectal cancer patient biopsies in Metrogel. If biopsy samples were very small, they were first allowed to grow by engrafting them subcutaneously or under the kidney capsule for CD1 nude mice, after which the colorectal cancer tumor was removed depleted of mouse cells and organoids cultured in matrigel. Co-cultures of EGFP-tagged colorectal cancer organoids and CD8 plus T cells purified from PBCMs were treated with CBSATAMAP and the growth of GFP-positive colorectal cancer cells was monitored. This strategy redirected T cells independently of their TCR specificity to colorectal cancer cells, mediating cancer cell recognition and killing. Using this model, the group showed that the colorectal cancer organoids displayed heterogeneity and plasticity of CEA expression, with CEA antigen loss contributing to resistance. The cells with low CEA expression displayed increased WNT beta catenin pathway activity. Because CEA expression can pharmacologically be enhanced by the inhibition of the WNT beta catenin pathway, they suggested these as a potential strategy to increase the therapeutic benefit from CBSATAMAP. This complex organoid model proved beneficial for dissecting mechanisms of immunotherapy resistance and identifying candidate biomarkers and combination therapy. Oncolytic virus therapy. Viruses that preferentially infect and replicate in tumor tissues while sparing the normal non-neoplastic host cells offer an exciting immunotherapeutic approach. The anti-tumor effect of oncolytic viruses acts by directly lysing tumor cells and propagating the virus to nearby cells and by triggering cytokine release and activation of the immune system. Two recent studies analyzed oncolytic virus infection and killing in tumor organoids. 
The first study demonstrated that tumor organoids can be used as predictive tools to screen for the sensitivity to oncolytic adenovirus therapy alone or in combination with chemotherapy. Oncolytic adenovirus displayed selectivity of replication pancreatic PDTOs, but not in normal tissue organoids grown in matrigel from tissue derived from surgeries. Patient-specific adenoviral sensitivity was also seen, which mirrored the response in xenograft models, as well as in primary tumors and metastases in nude mice, indicating that organoids are suitable models to explore preclinical responses to oncolytic viruses. Using glioblastoma, brain celebrate organoids to oncolytics explore the efficacy and mechanism of the Zika virus as an oncolytic virus in glioblastoma. The Zika virus targeted glioblastoma stem cells rather than neural precursor cells through a SOX2 integrin alpha-V-beta-5 pathway, induced changes in the expression of immune response genes and resulted in tumor cell death. Genetically modified Zika virus with further optimized safety could potentially be used as oncolytic virus therapy against glioblastoma. Although these studies show the promise of PDTOs for studying oncolytic virus ineffectivity and cytotoxicity, the oncolytic virus initiated immune responses have not, to our knowledge, been studied in complex immune organoids. Adoptive cell transfer therapy. In adoptive cell transfer therapy, circulating lymphocytes or TILs are collected, selected or modified, expanded and activated ex vivo, and readministered into patients, often in combination with immunostimulatory agents. T cells are either isolated on the basis of their specificity for tumor antigens or are genetically modified. Genetic engineering of cells to produce a synthetic receptor, CAR, can specifically target an antigen on the cells and bypass MHC restriction. CAR-T and NK cell mediated cell toxicity has been studied in tumorgonoid models, which proved to be efficient platforms to evaluate CAR cell efficacy and tumor specificity. In one study, colorectal cancer organoids expressing HER2 derived from patient biopsies were cultured in matrigel and anti-HER2 CAR-T cells were added. CAR-T cells alone elicited only minimal killing, whereas a combination of CAR-T cells and the inhibitor of apoptosis antagonist biranaptant significantly increase organoid death in a TNF-dependent manner. Interestingly, using this organoid model killing could also be demonstrated in the absence of contact with the CAR-T cell by a bystander effect of CAR-T cell-derived TNF, which could trigger apoptosis inside the organoids in the presence of biripant. This combination therapy could initiate potent killing even with low numbers of CAR T cells reaching the tumor and low penetration to tumors, thus overcoming one of the challenges of CAR T cell therapy. Colorectal cancer organoids were also used to follow NK cell CAR mediated cytotoxicity. 
Schnalzke and colleagues demonstrated efficient targeting of NK car cells directed to the ubiquitous epithelial antigen EPCAM in colorectal cancer organoid models cultured in the presence of colonic primary fibroblasts. Using luciferase-based and live cell imaging assays, they further showed the new antigen EGFR8 specific CAR NK cells efficiently killed EGFR8 expressing tumor organoids, but not normal tissue organoids. However, CARs against WNT ligand receptor frizzled upregulated in a subgroup of colorectal cancer did not display tumor-specific killing. This indicated that organoids may be used for rapid and individualized assessment of CAR therapy, antigen targeting, and tumor cell specificity, and allow live cell imaging of cell interactions and tumor toxicity over time. A crucial step for the success of CAR-based therapies is the recruitment of CAR cells to the tumor. Tumor organoids models, especially those containing components of the TMA, enable monitoring and enhancing the recruitment and penetration of CAR cells into tumor tissue and subsequent killing. PDTOs can be used as a source of tumor reactive T cells, a culture platform to enrich them and to induce and assess efficiency of tumor-specific T-cell killing. Co-cultures of colorectal cancer and NSCLC organoids and autologous PBMC were shown to enrich tumor-reactive T-cells. After two weeks, in co-cultures with successful CTL expansion, tumor killing was observed. This was not seen from the same patients when health organoids were generated suggesting that cancer organoids are able to present cancer-associated or new antigens, triggering an effective anti-tumor T-cell response. TILs constitute a cell population actively engaged for destruction of specific tumor cells because cells have already gained effective functions. TILs can be expanded ex vivo and infused back into the patient to generate more efficient anti-cancer immune responses. Colorectal cancer organoids co-cultured with TILs expanded from the same patient were used as individualized pretreatment test platform to predict patient response to new advent chemoradiotherapy. Cytotoxic killing was significantly higher in co-cultures that were generated from patients with a complete response to chemoradiotherapy compared with co-cultures established from non-responders. These allowed stratification of patients and showed that the functionality of TILs can be used as a robust biomarker. Of great importance was the rapid establishment of tumor organoids and TILs within a clinically relevant timeline, 3-4 weeks from the diagnostic biopsy. Moreover, they further tested the platform from in vitro screening of the efficacy to rescue TIL function with checkpoint inhibitor blockade and showed that the addition of NTPD1 antibody partially restored anti-tumor killing activity. Taking the patient-specific, immune organoids culture a step forward 
A recent study described a platform incorporating patient-specific material lymph node antigen-presenting cells with the organoid to generate adaptive immunity. This was done by a combined lymph node and melanoma organoid culture from the same patient and exposing matched blood T cells from the patient to culture. These brought into contact tumor cells with MHC1 and MHC2 proficient nodal cells, allowing cross-presentation of antigens by the specific patient antigen-presenting cells incorporated into the cultures. It permitted T-cells to be activated and develop memory toward tumor neuron antigens. These trained T-cells showed effective killing of tumor cells in naive tumor organoids from the same patients. Corresponding immune-enhanced and non-enhanced patient-derived organoids were then screened with checkpoint inhibitors showing increasing killing in immune-enhanced organoids. When the immune-enhanced PDTO's response was compared with the clinical response of the patient to immunotherapy, they correlated in 85% of the cases. Although this study was performed with a modest number of patients, it showed the potential of this complex organoid culture system for predicting and also elucidating adaptive immunotherapy responses. Conclusions Immunotherapy research drives the development of novel cancer treatments, which alone, or in combination with other therapies, target immunomodulatory pathways and advance the control of cancer cells. There is a growing interest in using patient-derived material to understand the dynamic interactions between the tumor and the immune system that influence therapy. Ex vivo systems that incorporate features of the tumor microenvironment and model immunotherapy responses could facilitate immunotherapy preclinical testing. There is a great potential for PDTO immune cell cocultures to model mechanisms of immunotherapy efficiency and resistance. This addresses a major need in translational immunotherapy research. Organoid cultures have shown promise for drug testing and development. Studies of organ development, disease modeling, and regenerative medicine. The main shortcoming of organoid technology for the use with immunotherapy prediction has been the lack of the stromal compartment. Moreover, the absence of blood vessels and immune cells equals loss of microenvironment influence on cancer behavior. To circumvent these limitations, Novel, more complex organoid co-cultures of immune cells, vasculator and caps, together with neoplastic cells, have successfully been developed. Nevertheless, the maintenance of heterogeneity in the tumor culture over time and the long-term preservation of stromal components still needs optimization. Additional work is required to estimate to what extent the different cell populations are maintained in this stroma when compared with the original tumor and the optimized culture media composition to support different cell types without selecting the outgrowth of only some clones. Exposure of cells to physiologic share flow, mechanical stress and substrate stiffness can have profound effects on cell and tissue physiology. 
control over the size, shape and relative arrangement of different cell types within the organoids is important for reproducible quantitative studies required for robust drug screening and testing. This is being achieved using microfluidic devices. The success rate of organoid cultures varies depending on tumor type and starting material. PDTOs can be cultured from fresh tumor tissue or biopsies. In some cases, patients receive treatments to shrink tumors prior to surgery, which may preclude organoid generation because of reduced tumor cell number or extended culturing time. For PDTO cultures to be effective as clinical decision-making tools, it is crucial to keep the time needed to derive and expand the organoids to a minimum. Numerous clinical trials are currently ongoing to determine the clinical application of PDTOs in personalized cancer therapy. Complex tumor organoid models have the potential to become tools for personalized immunotherapy validation, to test response and toxicity, to select patients for novel targeted therapies, and to support drug and treatment development in the setting of early clinical trials. Promising developments of complex organoids and the future adoptions can support clinical translation efforts to develop novel combination treatments and ultimately personalized immunotherapy. Thank you for listening to this article. Please follow me on Twitter, Pub Breathing, to stay in touch.